0: Or today, or tonight, rather. Uh, It's talking about my feelings. What's going on in my life right now. I haven't really been on this podcast. I've been trying to shield my emotions. I look at all the people in my life that, or the people around me, that have a measure of peace, a measure of happiness. Something to look forward to. The reason why I'm talking about this with all of you, because I think that we should all address our feelings. Or my feelings, rather. You know, again, I have not had one ounce of happiness. Most of the happiness was ripped from me. I cannot remember good times with my parents when they were alive and well. I remember just feeling a sense of security, a sense of hope, a sense of... Peacefulness, you know, surrounding me because you think, okay, when you're a little girl and you have your parents, you're always going to be safe. You're always going to have that measure of safety, right? And then as you grow older, one person in your family gets sick, right? And that person that you thought was going to be there to protect you and, and guide you and keep you from harm and danger is no more. And now it's two women living in a home, and they're vulnerable, but we have to make the best of it. And the person I'm talking about, when my father passed away, before he got sick, he had said, I'm always going to be there to take care of you, and I'm always going to be there to protect you and never let anyone hurt you, but I lost him. The hardest part for me was letting go. I still have a hard time letting go of the people that I lost. My my mother too, I mean, yes. It's been seven years, or will be seven years in July that she will be gone. And I still miss her. It's a part of me that still hasn't healed from her death. Now one person had said, why don't you go to therapy? No, therapy doesn't really work for me because therapy just compounds it. You know, with a therapist, all they do is they talk you through the first session, tell you how you're feeling and all of that. In the second session, let's write out a prescription for medicine. No, I've been through three therapists, and I haven't had any positive experiences with going into therapy, because I don't really believe that they understand what I went through and what I'm going through. To them, it's like here, We're gonna write you a prescription for medication. This should help you with whatever problem you're dealing with. Well, let me tell you something. And I said to the therapists in the past, if that's the case, I would've myself didn't have to get a prescription. I could just get over the counter medicine, the happy pills that you want me to have, and everything in my life will go away. Doesn't work that way. I don't wanna become, quote, addicted to medication. That's the worst thing that could happen. You know, even the people who are the most depressed who get therapy, will be given a prescription of, of, um, and I can't remember the name of the medication. Let's just say that it has very bad side effects, but they had given me, and at the time when they diagnosed me, I was diagnosed with social anxiety and not depression. They gave me a prescription for Paxil. Did it help? It did help a little bit, but then I took myself off of it because I did not want to be relied or reliant on having medication to make me happy. The point I'm trying to make for all of you is this, and I'm sure, somebody had asked me this question a long time ago. And um, When you lose someone, it's really, really hard to let go. The pain is always gonna be with you. The thing is, when people look at me, they don't see me grieving. Well, you're not gonna see me grieving on the outside. I'm grieving internally. Not to say that I'm ashamed to show you my feelings. What I always tell everybody, if you're going through some type of struggle, a loss, or you're you're battling an illness, or whatever it might be that you're going through at that moment, cry. You know what I always find? That if you cry, a good cry, will release all of that negative emotion, all that tension that's building up inside of you. Because again, if you keep everything bottled up inside, eventually at some point down the line, you are going to explode. And you're going to explode and you're going to lash out at the wrong people in your life. And then you're going to push them away. I had a hard time crying or showing any emotion at my father and my mother's funeral. It was easy for other people when they walk in and they see their loved one just laying there show the emotion and with me it was after it was after the service that's when my emotions when i was alone i didn't want to be around anybody and i cried and i screamed and i just let it all out and the hardest part for me with my mother because again she was on this earth a lot longer miss miss coming home and I miss her voice. I miss her cooking. I miss the times that we shared. I miss everything about her. And the fact that you're alone, it sometimes doesn't help because, you know, who do you have to talk to? Well, I have a cat. He keeps me coming. You know, it's good to have a pet because if I was totally alone, I would be climbing the walls, literally. The way I feel right now, my heart has not stopped hurting. There's a brokenness in me and I can't pretend to be happy. I can't pretend to not let it bother me because it does. The other day at work, you know, I was in the office alone and I had emotions were coming down but I didn't want anybody to see. so I had the door closed so I can block I can block out the noise coming from outside and I didn't want anyone to know what I was feeling then one of my co-workers walked in and goes, she goes are you feeling all right she goes I said no I'm not feeling well I didn't tell the real reason why that I just have a headache aches and pains it must be weather related because now yeah, we're in the month of we're in spring here in in, in the uh, East Coast, and I think the change of the weather affects anybody. Any and I'm and for me especially every season that I go through, there's allergies. I've had them all year round. Never had them as a child. Have them now as an adult. But I think now I've been taking um, steps to. Get rid of all the negative energy and release all those negative emotions and and feelings inside of me through meditation, through, as I was mentioned before in a couple of episodes back, chakra, third eye. I actually have a pyramid that I'm holding, and it's very soothing. I've had a necklace with chakra on there, meditative, coloring. I'm waiting for another one of my pyramids to come, and I also did order another necklace and it's beautiful and it's just so relaxing it's very meditative meditation whether it's music or just looking at colors or just listening to sounds when you've had an extremely stressful day or a day that you're tired of crying and screaming and like from in my case I have nobody to talk to I wish I had someone directly, physically here in the house with me so I can have a conversation. There are times when I want to talk with someone and I, I can't find that person to talk with. And I don't want to bother anybody, you know, by a text message or a phone call. I don't want to bother someone. I don't want to burden someone with what I'm going through. So I kind of keep it to myself. I sometimes do talk to myself. As I'm talking to all of you, I feel like you're all listening to what I'm saying. All of you women out there, I want to address this now. Not, this is not an attack now. If you've ever been in a relationship where you felt as though you have to do right by the man in your life, whether he's your boyfriend or your husband, you know, oh, I have to please him, I have to make him happy because if I don't do any of those things, then he's going to leave me. Let me tell you something, ladies. I went through three painful relationships, and I thought I was the cause of those breakups. And in all reality, it was the men. They were the ones who made me feel insecure, made me doubt myself, made me not love myself. Looked at me and thought, oh my God, what am I doing with her? The worst thing about it is I keep, I kept giving them the benefit of the doubt. I thought, oh, you know. They're going to change or 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 they're going to figure out what they're doing and they're going to stop what they're doing. It never happened that way. If I say to you, you have a good man. A good man, a true man, will support you through everything in life, inspire you, guide you, uplift you, take care of you, not put you down, will accept you as you are. And if they can't do that, And if you're with someone who's constantly putting you down, making you feel like you're nothing, you need to walk away from that relationship. Now, it's probably difficult if you're telling me, well, I'm married and we have children, but you don't want your children, if you have a son or a daughter, to look at how you interact with your husband and they see that, oh, daddy is making mommy miserable by attacking her verbally calling her names and putting her down you don't want them to think that that is normal it is not when I was with the first guy for five years five hellish years I was so grateful I didn't have children with him because if I had children with him they would have been brought up in a dysfunctional home I look at my own childhood and it was not dysfunctional his childhood was dysfunctional he told me what his father did to his mother and then you know he got some of the the pain from from his own father as well as his siblings i said is this the kind of life you want to have this is the kind of life you want children to be living in children should have to be shouldn't have to be put into that type of dysfunctional environment they should be in a home that's loving when i look at young women Trying so hard to please the men in their lives. Why? Why are you trying so hard? You shouldn't have to try. Period. Love is is unconditional. If he can't provide for you, if he can't give you unconditional love, if he's always trashing you and telling you how you should look and who you should be, that's the time to say, Hey, look, I love myself. Why can't you accept me as I am? And if he can't give you a reason why. And he constantly puts you down when you need to step up and say hey look I love me and that's all that matters and if you can't accept me as I am then it's over I have every right to be happy I have every right to go out there and find that happiness and grab it and I'm certainly not going to have it with you but see there are a lot of women that make the mistake that oh well I can't find someone better yes you can do you know how many men out there that are looking for good women there are many men out there that are single, they can't even find a decent woman because of the women, if they had a woman in their life, or they had past relationships where all women cared about or the women that they were with only cared about material things. There's another thing I want to bring up and I think it's sad in this world and I think it's been addressed. I've seen it on YouTube and just because when you're on social media and you say you go to someone's page and you see that they have everything in life fancy home and all the money and, and, and a great home life doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy because if you're telling me you have no cares in the world and you have with the way the world's going on right now we're all going through some type of crisis if you're telling me yeah oh, that doesn't bother me I have everything that I want you're not truly happy you're hiding behind the pain that's not even de- reflected in your eyes you're deflecting. You're saying to yourself, yeah, my life is wonderful. The worst thing you can do, and I've seen this on social media, everybody always assumes that, we, the, like a person that you follow, someone you admire, someone famous, let's say, whether it be a singer or an actor or actress or whatever, you always look at their page and think, oh, my God, they have it all. But really study and really think about this. Just because they have it all does not mean they're, going through, they're not going through any problems. They're going through problems just like me and you. They're people ordinary people you know yeah oh you don't understand oh believe me i understand i told you and in the area where i live in that's all it is is people you know there are people that are famous here yeah there are famous people all around me even in the next town but again we're not 100 percent happy you know you can have everything you want you can have a beautiful home a decent job and you get to travel and you get to spend time with your family and it's wonderful but there's always a hidden message you know the truly truly happy people are the ones that are not happy in other words yeah they may look like they're happy because what you see on their social media page and they're showing off everything they have they're not truly happy i would like to leave a legacy of my own and it's hard for me to do that because i've been surrounded by death been surrounded by hurt and pain. I have a hard time opening my heart up to someone. I keep asking the same question because I want to know for sure. Am I worth loving? Do I mean something to someone? Am I special to someone? I want someone to tell me that you're special. I love you. Uh, But I mean really not just say it. You really have to prove it. See, you could say the words, but there's no meaning to them. You have to prove. If you tell, gentlemen, if you tell the women in your life, or if you're meeting a woman and you think, okay, she's the one. If you tell her, I love you, you have to prove it to her. Because just again, just saying the words, I love you, is not enough. There has to be a connection. I always think that there's a connection between two parties, two people, that it's real. But if you tell me, oh, you know, I I love you and that's it. It's not going to mean anything to her. She wants to feel it. She wants you to show it. She wants you to prove it to her. Same thing applies to women. Although I think women have more heartache, if anything, when it comes to having a relationship because a relationship is not easy. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's so simple. You know, for the first few months, oh, it's beautiful and it's grand. And then when you start to physically get to know one another. You see little things about them that you haven't seen before. And you think, do I really wanna spend my life with this person? Or should I just kind of not move too fast? I wanna make sure that that's the person I wanna be with the rest of my life. Because once you make the decision to commit, and then you take it the next step, look at yourself, look at him and think, are we together? Are we going to be happy? Are, we're, are we going to be constantly putting each other down and fighting? Because if that's the kind of life you want, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to make the biggest mistakes of your life if you go with someone who's going to treat you like garbage. When I was with the first guy, five years, hellish, he had no intention of ever getting married, but he made me believe that he wanted an marriage, he wanted a family. This was before I got sick. Then when I was going through my illness, he didn't show an ounce of care. He didn't show an ounce of remorse. He didn't show anything. And when I got better, I thought, okay, maybe if I get better, things will be different between me and him, and it never was. He spent all of his time with his friends, drinking and coming home at these odd hours and just basically staying away. We never really had time. He didn't want me to be near him. Even after I got better from my cancer and I recovered, he never wanted me near him. He wanted me gone, basically. He wanted me gone. It was the hardest thing in the world. The hardest, hardest thing in the world. And I've always wondered about that. And the thing I have always said to all of you is that you don't deserve that type of treatment. Nobody does. It's inhumane. And it bothers me when men and women play these little games with each other and men can say hurtful things to women you claim you love her but then you knock her down you, te- you you push her off of her pedestal you don't show her respect you make her cry that's not love that is not love and if it was love well then hey we'd all be in dysfunctional relationships see my mother and father when I look at them you know what I look at I look at them and I think to myself wow This is a guy, This I'm talking about my father now. This is a man that loved my mother, never put her down, never made her cry. They had such adoration. Even after we had gotten older and we were able to take care of ourselves, they always spent quality time together. They would take trips. They would go out with the family friends. and It was wonderful to see that after 34 years of marriage. And you think, oh, they're going to be around for a long time. They're going to grow old together. It never happened, though the hardest part is letting go and i know a lot of people have struggled with that how did you or have you now that it's been so long have you been able to get over it and i'm like no the pain is still real to me you know why it's harder for me it's hard for me because i have no friends they're like well what about your family we're all in different areas in our life we're all in different parts of our life. We're all doing things. We're not always in the same area. Everyone is scattered around. We lead our own lives and we're, we're never we don't have enough time in this world to spend that quality time and even if we did it's only for a short time. I distance myself away from my family cuz I need to find out who I am. A part of me is lost right now. A part of me is lost. I don't know who I am. I lost two of the most important people in my life that have shaped me and made me and created me and taught me and and without them it's just hard for me to move on without them i just feel i feel very lost i feel very unsure i feel very scared I don't want to talk about this with anybody because I don't want to sound weak, you know. But I always try to uplift all of you and also show you the raw raw emotions that I'm going through. You know, right now I have nobody to talk with. The way I feel now, my emotions are, are kind of taking over. And I feel like I have to lash out. And there's a part of me that is screaming for someone, hey, look, here I am, listen to me. You know, I've gone through with what you've gone through. I've gone through all kinds of sadness and depression, loneliness, and I've gone through every emotion that's out there. And I'm still learning how to survive, but I'm also learning that the one thing that you should never do is give up. Don't give up on yourself. Before you can have someone in your life, you have to love yourself. Now, it's easier said than done. I hear people, yeah, I love myself. Go in the mirror. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you say to yourself, I'm so happy to be alive. So happy to be alive. And then the second thing that you need to do, the the second thing you need to do is go into the mirror and say an affirmation every single day of the week. And even on the weekends, go in the mirror and just make up Or just say the first thing that comes to your mind. I am independent, I am strong, I am fearless, I am beautiful, Uh, I have self-worth, I am well-liked, I am loved. Say whatever it is that comes to your mind and every single day, say it one, one one Monday you could say I am strong, Tuesday I am independent, Wednesday I love myself, Thursday I have self-worth, Friday. Uh, I, I am creative, whatever it is that you can think of that you could say about yourself and then keep saying it every single day, these affirmations. And the more times you say, the more you're going to feel it within you. See, for me, I meditate. When I feel sad, I listen to music or I just look at the colors. I listen to sounds. I kind of immerse myself and get away from all the negative energy and all the situations that I've been in. My manager the other day asked me, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I've just been, you know, I've been very quiet. I've been trying to keep up with all the work and trying to do what I can to just make it. I mean, you know, and then he said to me, oh, you're doing a great job, you and your, and, and your colleague. And, and then just today... Working from home, I, I, you know, I had solved a problem, and I respond, and I told him, "Hey, parallel conversation." Um, I wanted to let you know that I got the information from the vendor, and then going forward, this is what I said. and He said, "Great job. It's good to have positive affirmation, a compliment here and there. I'm not saying you have to say it all the time. It helps with the way I feel." I do feel a sense of loss right now. I'm scared to open up my heart. I'll admit that to all of you. I've always tried to be brave, but there's a part of me that just will break down right now. I am so scared to open up my heart. I'm scared of what's out there and I'm also scared of getting hurt again. I just don't want to be alone. And now that I, with the way the circumstances have been, you know I have forgiven my significant other for what he did to me but I always question him I ask him why do you love me why me or the one question that I still wanted to ask why did you hurt me and he didn't realize what he did was or if he knew at the time that it was wrong he held back said, I don't want to stay mad at you. You know, you were ashamed to come out and show me who you were. That's understandable. I think we all feel that way. You know, we all want to be accepted by the people that we're trying to impress, but we're doing it all, all wrong. We have to come out and tell the truth, tell the world, or tell me how you really feel. And the thing is, I have feelings for him. That's the problem. When you start to connect with someone, and they go under another name and they think, oh my god, they're not who they say they are. They were pretending to be someone because they didn't like their own life. Look, I'm gonna tell all of you this now. When I look at someone potential, whether it's a friend or a love, a lover, significant other, if you want to call it that, I don't care about their background, I don't care about the color of their skin, I don't care about I don't care about any of that. If you can understand and put yourself in their shoes, which I don't have to, you know why? Because I've lived that type of pain, and I've seen my mother and father go through it. And granted, we were not, we had our fair share of problems, and we had to learn how to deal with it. If you give someone the benefit of the doubt, and you give them a chance to prove themselves. They could be a great guy, regardless of what they did, because everybody does make mistakes. I mean, come on, we've all made mistakes in the past, right? We've all done things that we thought we were gonna impress this person, but when you deceive someone, that's when the guilt comes at you. And I had said to him, I said, look, I don't understand why you did that to me. You made me believe you were somebody you were not. Why didn't you just come and tell me the truth? I mean I yes I was upset and he knew that and a part of me felt like is it always gonna be like this am I gonna find someone finally meet someone and finally find out that they're not who they are but they were ashamed to tell me who they were they were afraid to show me who they were I'm like why I said you're you're beautiful you're handsome and you may not be quote an entertainer but hey so what have feelings I told him I have strong feelings for him you made me fall in love with you but in the back of my mind I had a, had a feeling that I knew he wasn't who he was because it was just subtle things and I think I caught it off guard one time when he introduced me or he had me speak to his sister in the past holiday she mentioned something and I'm like wait a minute now and that's when it dawned on me but I never said anything I was like I'm just gonna play along just to see where this is gonna go now, a lot of people are going to be like, but well, why did you give them the benefit of the doubt? Because why not? We're human, aren't we? We make mistakes. We're not perfect. Let's put it this way, ladies. A lot of people don't, a lot of women who have boyfriends or girls, or, you know, all right, let me let me rephrase that. A lot of women who have boyfriends or husbands always wish that they could have somebody else as their husband or boyfriend. Why? Why not appreciate the man that you're with and accept his qualities? If he's good to you, if he makes you laugh, if he loves you, if he does all the little things that some guys don't want to do. There are some guys that have that attitude, that machismo attitude. I don't like macho men. And I don't like men that try to put on airs and then try to show up. I don't like that because you're being a snob and a half when you do that. Believe me, I had my fair share of blind dates where that happened and it wasn't pleasant. I want someone like my father, in a sense. When I look at my father, he was a gentleman. And he didn't care, you know, what people thought of him. And he would go out and he would show his emotions. He cried. That's an attractive quality when a man can cry and he can cry in front of you and not hide it. He didn't care. And I admired that. But it was more than that. He was hardworking. He was good to my mom. He treated her with kindness and he loved her and he did little things for me. I mean... And I saw the love even after the fact, and I thought to myself, "This is a man I'm trying to find." And I actually had a conversation with my mother. And I said, "Will I ever find a man because I want to have, you know, qualities like my, like what my father had?" And my father was funny, and he was he could cook, and he could do things that one day he could just surprise her, surprise all of us. He was smart. They were both smart, even though they didn't have education. They only had the sixth grade education, but they were very smart when they came into this country, and I admired that. And then I look at all the choices I've made, all the places, the people that I've been associated with, the men that I was around, and I said to myself, I don't want that type of pain, I don't want that type of hurt, I don't want to have a broken heart. My heart is not 100% whole. I'm still a little scared of opening up my heart to someone. I'm scared of getting hurt again. And from what he had told me, my significant other, he had said to me, I would never hurt you. And if I did hurt you, I apologize. And he showed himself to me. And for the first day or that evening, I didn't take his phone calls. And I had to think about what he did to me. He said, Can I put my differences aside and just forgive? And I said, Yes. You know why? Forgiveness is a strength. And it's one of the greatest beautiful emotions is forgiveness. When you can forgive someone for what they did to you, for the pain that they caused you, if you can learn to let go and forgive and start a new chapter to see where this may go, then that's a beautiful thing. It's a journey that you two will take. You will get to know one another through time. You will get to know one another now he, he's going through a crisis and so am i i said you're not perfect i don't want you to be perfect i want you to be you accept yourself love yourself because if you can't accept yourself and love yourself how do you expect me to love you if you don't even love yourself you gotta love yourself first he always says i try to cheer him up I'm funny yeah that's what I've been told by many people you have a sense of humor I guess that's a good thing I've been, I've been hearing that from my coworkers, from people in my family you're so funny you're so funny because we have to have laughter in this world we're living in a world that's sad chaotic we don't know what's going on we're all struggling to survive but the key word is survive hope there's hope on the horizon a miracle waiting to happen So, to recap, crying cleanses your soul. Letting go of someone is the hardest thing in the world and you can recover from it. And as far as love is concerned, if you've been hurt in the past and you're afraid to take that chance, give yourself time to heal. But you know what? Don't take that much time. There's somebody out there for everybody someone yes maybe they're going to deceive you in the beginning because we've all done that we think okay we're going to try to impress him or her and just give them the benefit of the doubt find out why they did that to you you know forgiveness is beautiful if you're telling me i'll never forgive you well it's kind of harsh you know because i'm sure we've all been and we've done things that we're not too proud of but you know what we got to learn to forgive and I said that to all of you. Forgive. Learn to love. Learn to heal. Cry. Let your emotions out. Walk away from toxic people. Walk away from toxic relationships. Because again, if the person's not willing to change and they're with you and, and they say that they want to change but they haven't even tried, then don't give them another chance. Walk away. Grab that happiness. For me, I may have to take a trip because I lost myself. I feel empty inside right now. I feel like it. I don't have a, a reason to be here. But my mother, I can hear her voice in my head. Yes, you do. You have a purpose in life. You have a reason to be here. We need you. Even my LinkedIn contact had said to me, we need you. If it weren't for you and these podcasts, who would people listen to? Who would people get their inspiration from? I don't know, there's millions of other people out there that are podcasting. Yours sends a message. You've helped a lot of people with everything that you've given them. A chance for hope new beginning, life, life. God bless all of you. Take care.